0: Y'all, it's Erica. Um, today is Tuesday the twenty-sixth. It is also my day nineteen of seventy-five hard. Um, if you hear a lot of background noise, again, I'm recording in where my chickens are. So say hi to the chickens, and you may hear baby screaming in the background um, because they're being fussy today. So sorry in advance. Um, welcome to mom life. Um. So, I have a couple things that I kind of want to talk about. This past weekend was Memorial Day. Um, as I said in my last podcast, um, it's a pretty big day for us. My husband's military, my mother's military, they come from military background, um, and we've lost quite a few people, um, either to suicide or from dying in action. Um, so, it's a pretty difficult day for us. Um but we still, we had, a, we had a good day. We got out some, we got outside, got some fireworks going. Um, we also spent Sunday playing out in the sprinklers and stuff. So it was a good day for the family. Um, but since yesterday was Memorial Day, I decided to do for my workout, the something called the Murph. Um, it is, it consists of a one mile run, a hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and finally another one-mile run. So this is started because of Lieutenant Michael Murphy. He was a Navy SEAL officer. He was awarded the Medal of Honor for his actions during the war in Afghanistan. And He was the first member of the U.S. Navy to receive the award, the award since the Vietnam War. Um, he died, or he was killed in Afghanistan on June 28, 2005. Uh, if you've seen Lone Survivor, it's about him. Um, and this used to be the workout that he he loved doing. He called it body armor, um, but it was renamed Murph in his honor later. Um, participants are also encouraged to wear a 20 pound body vest. And on Memorial Day, people do this in honor of him and other um, veterans and people who we are honoring on Memorial Day. So a lot of it, can be modified and I am absolutely not at that level to be able to straight do the Murph. So I modified it a bit. Um, I did do it yesterday um, in honor of Memorial Day. So I ended up doing 10 sets of 10 overhead pulls because I do not have a pull up bar and I also can't even do one pull up. So I did overhead pulls instead. It works the same muscle groups. It's just I can actually do those instead of pull-ups. So I did 10 sets of 10 of those. And then I broke it up into 10 sets of 20 push-ups and then 10 sets of 30 squats. Um, So the push-ups I had to do on my knees. um, And definitely towards the end, they were not as deep as they should have been. But I got it done. Um, And then afterwards, I'm not a runner. So I ended up just doing our two-mile walk around the neighborhood and counting that as that, I use, um, the stroller and pushing the kids in there. So that was my two mile run. It was more of a two mile walk with the kids. Um, but that was my workout yesterday. Um, so I counted, you know, that for my two workouts. So I did the overhead pulls, pushups, and air squats first in the morning. And it took me about 45 minutes to get it done. Um, again, I broke it up into 10 sets of either 10 20 or 30 for each and it it did take me a while and then i did our two mile walk in the afternoon as my second workout for the day so it was it was a good workout i didn't really feel it all that much so breaking it up into the segments was definitely made it easier for me um i mean i I was definitely struggling especially getting close to halfway through the push-ups it was very hard for me but i got it done um it was good i am definitely feeling it today i'm very sore today but it was good um to do that so hopefully i'm hoping next year i'll be to the point where i can do all of it as is and wear that 20-pound body vest and get it done um that's going to be a goal i'm setting for next year i want to get it done i want to do it the right way and i want to be a beast so that's my goal for next year um and then yesterday we had some friends over for dinner and, you know, we're hanging out with them and I made French dips in the crock pot and whatnot. And we were hanging out eating dinner. And so I finished my sandwich and, and sitting there talking. And one of our friends that was over made a comment like, oh, are you going to have another one? Or is that against your thing? And I love these guys. They're our best friends. But sometimes he says comments like that or my husband will say a comment like that. And it's not meant from a bad place. Um, they're just teasing me it's fine Um, but it's definitely kind of disheartening sometimes because you feel like you're not living life or being fun or you know whatever just being relaxed and makes you feel like you're being so strict or making things more difficult than it needs to be or whatnot Um, and then if you do like I had sorted out so it would fit my macro so I could have dessert like that was the plan I had sorted it out to fit into my macros, and they mentioned that, and then he makes a comment about not having a second sandwich, and my answer was, well, I can, but then I won't have dessert, so I was like, I'd rather have dessert, but having to explain yourself in a situation like that where people feel the need to comment about what you're eating has always been hard for me. I've always had issues with people commenting on my food, what I'm eating, what I'm not eating, anything like that. It always... It's a very anxiety inducing situation for me. Um, For other reasons, I'm not going to go into them right now. But I have issues with people commenting on food. It's always been a thing for me. And so when people mention that, I feel like I need to defend myself. um, But that's also kind of silly. Like I don't understand why I should have to defend myself when I'm doing something that's healthy for me. Eating two dip sandwiches is not healthy. It's a lot of food, and especially for someone my size, like there's no reason I should be eating that much. Um, But the fact that I have to defend myself against that, it's kind of disheartening. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about how how you can deal with that kind of judgment from others while you're still trying to be healthy. Um, I usually just try and brush it off as much as possible, but it does stick with me, It's, it's hard for me to, to move past that a little bit. Are you okay back there, Lucy? Sorry, dog's trying to get comfortable on the yoga mat back there. Um, But anyway, so I find that family, especially people you're really close to, tend to have a hard time when you're trying to be healthy and improve yourself. And whenever you talk about it, or even just you know like yesterday I hadn't said anything I just finished my food and I was talking to everyone having a good time and then this came up out of nowhere um, and I find that when people see that you're doing stuff to improve yourself it's kind of like putting up a mirror in front of them and it shows them what they're not doing or what they could be doing that are choosing not to do and people react in different ways some people are quiet about it don't mention it some people Like, my sister tends to say things like, oh, that's awesome that you're doing that. I can never do that. Um, You could do that. You're just choosing not to, which is also fine. I'm not telling you you have to do this. I mean, it's a very difficult challenge. The 75 challenge is, it's not just physical. It's a very mental, mentally difficult challenge as well. Um, And it's not something just everyone can do. It's not something everyone wants to do, which is fine as well. And just like me, choosing not to eat another sandwich is... (laughs) fine you choosing to eat another sandwich i didn't make a comment about you eating sandwiches that was entirely up to you um so people tend to see that you're doing something that they are not doing or they don't think they can do or they don't want to do um and it can scare people when people see how you're improving um it can make them question your relationship it can make them question themselves again like i said it's like putting up a mirror in front of them And they see what they can do they see what they're not doing and some people will react in a negative way Um, a lot of people will make jokes they make it seem like you're doing something really strange or you're you know being super strict and you can't relax and you can't take a break and like come on you can have just one drink are you sure and um, so these friends that were over last night I I talked to them about everything, you know, we're really good friends, and so they, I told them when I failed the first time, and I told them that I was doing this ahead of time, and I told them I failed, and their first reaction was, well, you can't quit again, because we need to drink with you, like, you know, you can't, we're not waiting longer to drink with you, you need to finish it this time, which was fine, it was joking, and like, okay, yeah, ha ha ha, like, I'll finish this, then we'll be able to... To drink together again, which, you know, whatever is fine. But some of that, you know, you kinda take it to heart and you're like, you know, I can have fun with you without drinking, which was my response to them on that one. It's like, I'm plenty fun without alcohol. I don't need alcohol to have fun with you, blah blah blah, and just brushed it off. But it can be very disheartening sometimes. Like you know they're not coming at you from a place like that. They're not trying to get me to quit, they're not trying to see if they can make me slip up or whatnot. But those little comments can kind of if you're not mentally strong enough, they can really get to you. So it's it's a hard. You have to fight back with that. And obviously you don't want to fight with your friends and family and whatnot, especially over something that they don't you know they don't mean in a mean way or in a negative way. But it's hard sometimes not to take it that way. It's hard to be like, hey, can't you just support me? Can't you just Um, be there for me and offer support and not say those kind of comments um so it can be really frustrating and totally get it totally hear it but you know you just have to remember that this is your challenge there's no one else who's going to do this but you and no one else can change what you're doing um and that i think is the beauty about the 75 challenge too is it's not You're not holding yourself accountable to anyone else. No one else is gonna tell you, hey, get this done today or you didn't do this, you need to start over. It is entirely up to you. You are the only one who is seeing your results. You are the only one who's holding yourself accountable and you're the only one who can push yourself through this. It's completely up to you. It's in your mind, you are gonna be the one struggling out in the rain, getting your outside workout in. You are the one who is going to be sitting there fighting over a binge or sorting out your macros or whatever your diet is. It's entirely up to you. So you really need to to just put aside what everyone else is saying because they are not the ones doing this challenge. You are. They are not the ones who, who have chose to do this and who are going to win and... You are gonna have that pride in themselves when they're done um, so yeah that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about that um, if you guys have gone through similar things feel free to send me a message or reach out um, either through here on Instagram it's at fitlife underscore 3 check it out um, and we can talk about a little bit more and then there's a couple other things I want to talk about so Jeez, sorry, the chickens are being a little crazy back there today. I don't know if you can hear them. Say hi, chickens. Um, anyway, so next topic for today, um, training when you're not feeling your best. So today I woke up super sore from the Murph yesterday, um, so not feeling my best there. And then also uh, my lovely Aunt Flo came to visit last night, so also not making me feel feel very good. crampy, I'm bloated, I'm tired. Um, just not feeling my best so it is hard on those days to get up and do what you need to do (laughs) today is leg day so I'll be getting that done along with our outside walk today because it is supposed to be a beautiful day so we'll be doing that today Um, and I always tell myself like I've never had a workout that I regret doing even if it isn't as good as I wanted it to be Even if I didn't push myself as hard as I wanted to be, I'm always glad that I got up and did it. So anytime I come across days like today where I'm not feeling good, I'm not feeling my best, I just wanna lay down, take a nap, and like eat a million pieces of chocolate, um, a million different comfort foods, that's where my head is at today. But then I, I tell myself, once I get the workout done, I know I'm gonna feel better. So whenever you're feeling, especially if it's that time of the month related, getting your body moving helps you more than anything as far as cramps. I know it sucks doing it. Oh my God, it sucks so bad once, you know, getting started. But once you're done, once you're doing it, all those endorphins and everything else flowing through your body, it helps ease those cramps. It makes you feel better, clears out your head. It clears away that fatigue it really does help and getting off the couch getting your butt up is the hardest part of it um, i know that trust me but once you get up you're going to feel better once you get that workout done you are never going to regret it there's no time that you are going to regret getting up and working out and that's one of the biggest motivators for me is just anytime i don't want to do it i think about how i feel after i do workout. So don't think about the dragging myself to the gym or dragging myself off the couch, because if you focus on that, you're never gonna get your butt off the couch. So you need to focus on those feelings that you've had. So think about the last time you didn't work out or you didn't wanna work out, but then you did. How did you feel afterwards? Embrace that feeling. And if you can't do the hard cardio hit workout you were planning on doing, fine, adapt, do something else. Go for a walk, do a restorative yoga, Just do something, get yourself moving. Um, Yoga for Adrienne, she on YouTube, she has some great low impact uh, yoga sessions and she has some specifically for women and that time of the month when you don't feel like moving at all. And it is great, just get yourself moving. That is the important part. Um, So that's my plan today. I'm gonna do leg day today. I'm gonna drag my butt off this chair and get it done. And it's going to suck for the first five minutes or so. But once I get into it, it's going to feel so much better. So, which granted, leg day today is probably going to suck anyway because of those 300 squats I did yesterday. But we're going to get it done. And that's what matters. Um, so anyway, I think that is what I want to talk to you guys about today. So next year, hopefully you guys can all do that Murph workout with me again. It's a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and another mile run. So start training. We're doing it next year. Um, and then if you guys are dealing with any judgments from others, family members, friends, acquaintances, whatever, and you want to talk about it, reach out. You're not alone. It happens way more often than it should, and it's always the people closest to you. So if you need anything, whatever, reach out. I'm here for you guys. And again, if you're not feeling your best, that is the time to train. Do something low-key if you need to, but get your body moving. And that's it, so me and my chickens say hi. Have a nice day. I hope you guys had a good Memorial Day weekend, and we'll harass your ears later. Bye, guys.